Well, today I'm here with Father Edward Hopkins. Father Edward Hopkins is working in vocational promotion. Uh, he has a lot of experience there. We call him the relic because he was ordained by Potom Paul II <laughs> in 1991, one of his big claims to fame. Right. And uh, thanks for being here today, Father Edward. Great to be here. So, so, Father Edward, today I actually wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, about some of your youth work because I think it's something you know, very important, something that's very exciting, something that I've enjoyed a lot as well in my priestly life, and I know that you have a lot of experience working with college kids, and actually you're even here in Cheshire right now because you're going to preach a retreat to some, some college guys. So so first off, just kind of like, what's a little bit your vision, or what's what's one of the things that you like or think that's important about uh, a, a spiritual retreat for a young man, or what, what is a spiritual retreat for, for a young college-age guy? Okay, um, yeah, I would say that it's a bit of a mystery because most people aren't attracted to the idea of a retreat. <clears throat> but what I found is that the key to a good retreat is that it gives them a time of silence, quiet time. And they all want it and they all need it. So it's not until something happens where they're invited or some of their friends are going or there's an opportunity that fits with their busy schedules where suddenly they enter into a world of, of reflection and a world of truth and where they kind of connect with that need within them. Um, that's what I found to be uh, exciting is to open the doors for them and allow them to step into that world of self-knowledge, that world of their encounter and friendship with Christ where they can kind of reflect the world doesn't give them time doesn't give them quiet doesn't it, it, they're constantly distracted in today's world and so when they do have the opportunity i'm amazed at how they take advantage of it and the way in which it affects their lives helps them put order and in some way uh, a new a new start and a new direction to their lives because uh, that is certainly uh, an area of great need and, and, and one of the fruits of, uh, of a good retreat. Okay, so, so for what I, I'm hearing you saying, you know, it's, it's kind of that aspect of putting order to life, which I think we all feel to, to a certain extent, we feel that need. But then uh, what, what would you say? If, uh, if you see a guy who's kind of like more messed up and kind of sees himself kind of like, uh, uh, you know, kind of, kind of floating lost in the sea or a guy who's got it all put together, which of the two guys needs a retreat more? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Maybe it's the guy who's got it put together, actually. Really? Because, yeah. what, make, what makes you say that? Um, because everyone struggles with their own woundedness and yeah. with their own limits and with their own uh, sinfulness. Those who are less aware of it need it more. Mm -hmm. Those who are already struggling, they, they know their need. <laughs> they, they know to reach out for help. But um, I would, I, I've yet to find a college student who has got it all together right. and doesn't need a retreat. I'm still looking for a priest that has it all together. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> I've been looking for a long time, believe me. <laughs> okay, well, that, that, that's helpful. Uh, what do you notice? I mean, I think for a lot of guys, when they hear about you know going on a retreat, there might be a little bit of anxiety mm -hmm. or fear, kind of a you know expectation. What what do you normally find there? What do you say that would kind of help to lay some of those fears? 
I think the first thing uh, that I reflect on with them is that God has called them on retreat. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a lot of fears in relationship to God that, that we all have, and especially young people. Right. You know, we're afraid to listen because we're afraid of what God's going to ask. But the fact is the Lord is with them. He has a plan for them. He has great mercy towards them. So if, if they can, first of all, understand that this is something good the Lord wants for them, and second of all, that because of his mercy, not only can the past be healed and can the past in some sense be given a new meaning mm -hmm. through God's mercy, but the future can open up in, in a way in which it's never opened up before them and give them a new freedom, then it's probably one of the most valuable things they can do during their college life is to slow down for a moment and to step back and do a good retreat. To slow down for a moment and to step back and do a good retreat. Okay, now, now you're working in vocational promotion and specifically for young men, you know, probably thinking about a legionary priesthood. So for these retreats, does that mean that every guy that's there, he has to be thinking about becoming a legionary? No, of course not. I mean, I think the first thing we have to um, admit is that college men, for example, college students in general, are living a time of discernment. It is, by definition, a time of decision-making. What does discernment mean? Okay. Um, it's a time of decision-making. So they've, they're on a general path. College is a time in which, uh, by the nature of their studies and by what follows college, they need to begin to define what they're going to do in life. And that has different levels, uh, certainly. Um, so I would say to a young man, look, you want to be able to make decisions. Are you making those decisions with objectivity? Are you listening to what God may be saying to you? Are you um, making these decisions with peace and with mm -hmm. a, a certain confidence in who you are? These are all questions at different levels that need to be answered so that they can make good decisions. One thing I've noticed in general is that uh, college students are afraid of making wrong choices today. Huh, that's yeah. really interesting. It's a big thing, it's a big thing. And they're, they're afraid of making wrong choices. And the fact is, if you're connected, first of all, with who you are, with God's love for you, and with, in some sense, the world around you and the needs of the world around you, then it's going to be hard to make a wrong decision. Um, and there are different kinds of decisions, granted. Sure. You know, there's the big vocation questions, you know, am I called to marriage, am I called to consecrated life and priesthood or what have you? Or uh, there's the big, the small v vocation. You know, am, am I called to be an engineer or a lawyer or a doctor sure. or, 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 or a businessman, what have you? Um, all of those require a, a more quiet, more reflection, and a lot of listening. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's one of the things that a retreat brings into play. But brings it into play in relationship to eternal truths, things in your life that don't change, and important questions like, who am I? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a huge question. Now, uh, you know, one of the things I'm thinking, you know, even for us to live probably in an atmosphere of a little bit more reflection, you know, here in Cheshire at the sure. seminary, definitely yeah, there's course. lots of external yeah, silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even I feel like there can be a lot of, of external noise, and mm -hmm. I know that's always one of the difficulties when, when I go on retreat myself, you know, kind of block out the distractions. 
what do you find for young men? Because I feel like, you know, any distraction that I might be living, they probably have it even more intense. Yeah. So, like, do you, do you see guys, like, suffering from noise withdrawal when they're on retreat? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Probably to some degree. You know, we one of the first things we ask them to do is to put away their cell phones or even give in their cell phones. Yeah. Which, um, let's face it, we all know that we are too dependent upon those, what I call, diabolical devices. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all had those moments where we're just kind of like, where's, where's my cell phone? Yeah, feel, yeah, it's almost it's, like a teddy bear for us. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we're waiting for it to speak to us and tell us what to do and distract us sure. and what have you. So um, that alone is the first big step. Um, I was just on a retreat, and I'll make a, a little pitch here for uh, Theology of the Body retreat. I was brought in to, to give some of the talks and be the, the chaplain and so on. Um, and one of the things they did, which I found fascinating, is they um, not only took the phones away, but they uh, used candlelight and lanterns. Really? Yeah. So they, they cut out as much of the electrical, you know, So modern... you felt like you were in the 19th century on retreat. It, yeah. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was pretty interesting. It created an atmosphere huh. of reflection. Sure. Um, and we were up on top of a mountain. So that as well, just being in touch with nature and, and it helped the young people, the young adults to really um, listen to the Lord and connect with who they were and, and do, do a, a fantastic retreat. So there's a lot of ways to approach this question of silence, um, but that there's a need, yes, there's a need. It's just the concept is a little scary at first. I think what we have to understand is that there's not, it's, there's not, there's not total silence. Silence would total silence would have no sense. What there is is number one, a freedom, huh. a distance from those normal distractions, sure. so that I can actually reflect on my life and, and listen to my own heart and listen to the Lord speak to me. Um, there's a freedom, and then on the other side, there is, <clears throat> you might say, the ability to listen, and because the Lord is speaking, He does want to speak to us. So. When they experience it, uh, and, and I would say it's across the board, I haven't had anybody come back to me and say, that, that was horrible, I, I, I couldn't hear anything. It was, uh, uh, sure, you can have dry moments and all those sorts of things, but sure. in the end, everyone comes out of, of a good retreat like that, having received something, having heard the Lord, having focused more on, on, on what they need to focus on. So um, the retreat's always fruitful. I would, you know, I put that on the Lord. Okay. <laughs> he always comes through. Well, I know there's, there's a couple guys that are preparing to come up to Cheshire now for, for a retreat with you mm -hmm. starting actually tomorrow night, I believe. That's right. Um, what would be one piece of advice, and, and this would be kind of my last question, what would be one piece of advice for a young man who's preparing to go on a, on a silent retreat? Mm. One piece of advice. Um, <clears throat> I would say, you know, the more you can begin to quiet yourself, the more you can begin to put, to put things aside, um, to put things in God's hands, to um, detach in some sense from the problems, the worries, the plans, the, the, the activities, um, the more you're ready and the more quickly you enter into the quiet of a retreat. Um, so I would say, you know, as you prepare for a retreat, <coughs> you know, increase your own prayer life, um, spend more time with scripture, um, and really 
come with a with a trust you know constantly place yourself in god's hands and entrust yourself to the intercession of the blessed mother saying you know i'm, I'm coming here uh, because i feel i need this open my heart free my heart and allow me to listen and allow me to respond so those kind of things that they can begin to do it a few days in advance and and uh, maybe put away the, <laughs> you know the social media sure. and things like that yeah. uh, the more you can distance yourself from distractions early on even before you arrive I, I would think that would be a great help as well so probably not instagram video the whole the whole retreat yeah, might not be yeah, the best maybe, maybe not yeah <laughs> maybe turn off some of the music and some of the sure. yeah the, the well, well thank, videos. <laughs> thank you very much, Father. We really appreciate you sharing your, your thoughts on this. I'm sure it's going to help a lot of young men. And uh, I want, you to let you, want to let you know that I'll be praying for your ministry and for these young men on retreat. Yeah, yeah. So. I'll ask all the brothers to pray for us. And it's, uh, in the end, it's God's grace. And so the prayers are the key. So thanks very much. Thanks, Father. God bless. God bless you.